0: Today on the breakdown, $689,100. That's the amount of first place in the $50,000 No Limit Hold'em Poker Go Tour Championship that was decided in late December 2021. And we don't just have anybody playing in this heads up match. We have, get ready for this, the number six all time money list guy from Belgium against the number two all-time moneyless guy from, wait for it, Slovenia. You may not have heard of these guys by name, but surely you know them by reputation. (laughs) And I mean, you know, like, so you'd be like, who is that guy? I don't know, but I've heard he's tough. That would be the way that works, right? Because usually name and reputation go together. Hey, that's for a private eye to determine, right? That's for the judge to figure out. We'll let God sort them all out. We're just going to count the bodies right now on the breakdown. With Grant Denison and Jonathan Levy. Hey, so
1: a judge, a private eye, and God are all
0: like the same type of thing? Well, first of all, a judge and God, I think you could argue, pretty similar. A private eye and God have a lot of similarities. Private eyes, figure shit out. Private eyes are loving this. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. But th- I'm saying, like, a private eye knows stuff about people that no one else knows. In theory, so does God, right? In theory. So there you go. A judge doesn't. So it's like the crossover. Really, God is a perfect 50-50 match. Match? B- blend, I should say. Of, of a private eye and a of, judge. Of, <laughs> of a private <laughs> investigator, yeah. And a, a judge on a, in a civil trial. <laughs> Do you think you would be a good private eye? Who? You. Of course I'd be a good private eye. No. Are you kidding? First of all, I would be a master of disguise. Right, Because I would go in there, and I'd put like fake mustache and like cool hat, and no one knows me. I'd change my mannerisms. I'd have a cool accent, man. Really tough to figure it out. You're like, where's that guy even from? I don't know, but it ain't around I here. I have a question. Yeah. Why would you need a disguise? Because <laughs> that, that way later on, when they're like, who was that man? We have to find him and kill him. They'd be like, he was from some... Uh, was it's from un- Slovenia. It's unclear <laughs> what, what area of the world he's from. <laughs> but he did have a mustache for sure, you know? And the thing is, the next day I'll be back, different mustache, different hat, different accent. They won't even know it was me, and I'll be working that case from a different angle, baby. Yeah, I'd be an amazing private eye. Don't you think? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Also, I'd be great at client relations. Hmm. She had legs that went on for days. (laughs) That's, That's client relations. I mean, you know, sort of. In every
1: movie it is. I don't right. know if they describe it as client relations. I think that's just old school describing women by their physical features.
0: Yeah. How is that client that's relations? Every private eye does that, though. In the 50s. Oh, no, not now. We're modern. You have to use drones and shit if you're a private eye. Oh, God. Um, I'll, I'll have like, some cool science whiz kid who's still in high school do that for me. You know, and he's not supposed to be working for me. And if parents find out, we're all going to get in trouble kind of a thing. And they keep finding out, but he keeps working for me anyway because the case is too important. So
1: you're going to find your Marty McFly and you're going to be Doc?
0: That's an interesting way to put it. I don't love the age gap that you're implying, but yes, yes, something like that. You basically look like Doc Brown.
1: (laughs) No, I do not. You look exactly like Christopher (laughs) Lloyd in the third
0: one. Christopher Lloyd, very successful. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he is. And also a master of disguise, quite frankly. Yeah. Did you see uh, the movie The Departed? Did you catch the Christopher Lloyd cameo? Yeah, he played the Jack Nicholson character. <laughs> yeah, he, just for one scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was great. He was, he was so Jack Nicholson in that scene. Except <laughs> when he said, Great Scott, Marty! <laughs> yeah, that was the time. Yeah, he gave it away just a little bit. <laughs> a little bit, because that's, <laughs> like, that's all he knows how to say. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's weird. That's, why is Jack Nicholson saying that? And that, you know, DiCaprio's character's not named Marty, but... Oh, well. No, I, but back to the main point of this. Yeah, I'd be an amazing... Not only would to be an amazing private eye, I'd be a great judge. That's pretty clear. Don't right. you think?
1: I got a case for you. Please. Let's, let's hear a ruling. No problem. All right. There's a squirrel in my backyard, mm-hmm. and sometimes it digs up little bits of the yard and sometimes plants that we've planted and stuff. Hold, because on. It wants Hold to... on. Objection. Overruled. Please continue. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for overruling. Yeah. Um, and so, so that's a little annoying, and then mm. it like, puts it nuts there and stuff and to store for winter mm-hmm. what what should be what should be done to the squirrel judge
0: have we captured the squirrel
1: no but let's assume that we can we have the ability
0: see it's weird that you would think that the judge's the judge this tells you is a just... sentencing
1: it's sentencing this is not the trial. It's sentencing. You don't
0: think juries have say in sentencing? It
1: depends on the situation. It sure does. In this a is squir- civil court.
0: In, this, in a squirrel-type situation. This is civil
1: court, except you can be more punitive than normal civil yeah, court. Yeah, it's true.
0: Yeah, that's true. Okay, I would fine the squirrel um, $10,000. Okay. I think that's all I'd do.
1: That's
0: pretty good. I think that's, a, I think that's the right answer. You're a good judge. Thank you. Great. I agree. That was good judging. Here's what I would do, though, which you didn't, you didn't give me as an option. I would give the squirrel a chance to be heard.
1: See, this is where you're a bad judge because you you said you didn't give me the option. You're the judge, you're in charge. I just said here's what Control I would do. the courtroom I
0: just said I would do this. I'm saying you didn't give me the option right now as I was like, you know, okay, but I just told you what I would do you you're in contempt, overruled. <laughs> <laughs> well done, thanks um, I would be so good at all right these so we jobs. got we got Getty. also a plumber. I feel like I'd be a great plumber. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Are you kidding? Get my hands all dirty in the toilet system? (laughs) In the toilet system? (laughs) That sounds great. I would be amazing at that. I just feel like I would have a natural, like, understanding of...
1: (laughs) Is this because just recreationally you reach in the toilet sometimes just to see what it feels like? I don't necessarily
0: (laughs) reach in, but I poke around. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, like... Stick my, my business in places where you're not <laughs> net generally considered, you know, clean or sanitary to do so. But I, I get in there. I, I need to know what's up and how things work. You know, I got to know how sanitation sanitizes stuff. <laughs> Good. Stuff. Yeah. Glad we've established that. Anyway, that's all. Let's get to the hands. <laughs> Why aren't we at the hand yet? I don't understand. All right. So we're heads up for a 50K buy-in. And yeah. I, I've never heard of either of these guys. Michael Gatti. And uh, Rick Gosticia. Here's their deals. Rick, uh, okay, this is post this event, but we're heads up in the 50K, so they both obviously did really well. Rick, uh, second all-time on the Slovenian money list. Who's first, Luka Doncic? Um, I will look it up right now and tell you. Is it someone we've heard of? The answer is no. It's someone named Casey Castle, who I think was on a w- won a WPT or something like that. But Casey Castle with $2 million Number okay. one, Slovenian. Um, Rick Gosticia before this event had uh, about like 1.1 million in Hendon earnings. Mm. Uh, Michael Getty, a little bit better before this event, let's see. he had well, he did, he did pretty well in this event. Uh, he had about 3.2 million 3.15 million in So he's number. Earnings. Oh no, Getty is not the Slovenian. No, that's Belgium. He's yeah. sixth on the all-time Belgium list. Let's see. The, the, David Katay, that is clearly the number one guy. He's the only Belgian I've heard of on this list. How much does Katay have? Twelve million? Nope, ten point one. Oh, Pierre Nouvel is number two, actually. Oh, the old guy. The old guy uh, who is you know big whale. Oh, Kenny Howard is number three, actually. Uh, both both Nouvel and Howard have around uh, four and a half million or so. So David Katay way ahead. Not a surprise. No, he's the man, the reader of souls. Yeah, triple, was he the first Triple Crown winner? It was either him or Jake Cody. Yeah, I'm not sure, but, but still, like, and he's one of those guys who, like, Phil Hellmuth never knows that he's a, a guy, so he always is like, this fucking guy, this amateur just gets so lucky, just thinks he can run me over, and Katai just sort of sits there and He does this squint stare that's yeah. like, I probably am an assassin. Yeah, I would make a very good private investigator. <laughs> Katai has assassin vibes. Yes, he does, when he squints especially. Yeah. It's a squinting thing. You know? It's a squinting thing. (laughs) You know what I mean, though. Squinters, (laughs) no. It's just going to be one of those days, I think, you know? One of those days. Where the squinters win. (laughs) (laughs) Those are common. (laughs) Hey, all right. Yeah, okay. We're we're doing this. Yeah, sure. Uh, So we're in the Poker Go Championship. Here's the deal. Uh, All the big names played, but none of them really made the money. Uh, Dominic Nitschka finished seventh. Jake Schindler finished fourth. I had never heard, I guess I had heard of Michael Gatti just a little bit from Poker Go stuff, but I would never heard of pretty much any of the other guys. Sergey, uh, I don't know how to pronounce this, Reykik, uh finished third. I guess I had seen him a little bit too. But Ren Lin, Jacob Farrow, Rick Gosticia. I mean, any of these guys. If you just came up to me and said, who's Michael Gatti? I'd be like, I don't know. It's like some sort of turn of the century painter or something. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just might be that. Exactly. Or he might be a, a carpenter. Uh, a lowly carpenter who ended up changing wow. the world. lowly. But changing the world. Did you hear that? So, carpenters, take note. He thinks you're lowly. But I also think you can change the world. Wh- so, well, why don't you back off, Grant? I don't think you won that one. You called carpenters lowly. A lowly carpenter who changed the world. Are you just going to keep saying that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I feel like if I hit that hard enough, people will forget about the first part of it. No, I don't it think so. Lowly. We don't probably have a lot of carpenters to listen to us, but we probably have wow, a few. that was harsh, too. Really? You, you expect the carpenters aren't smart enough to listen to <laughs> No, is I that didn't what you're say saying. That. Is that. That sounds like what you said to me. I didn't say that. Um, I, I implied that. I didn't say it directly. No, it's not, it's not about smart. I just don't think of carpenters as a big part of our audience. Who? What do you think the job is, most the most done job, non-poker playing job that uh, our, audience? our audience, yeah. That's
1: actually an interesting question. Thank you.
0: I wouldn't say Carpentry's in the top
1: 10, though. I'll tell you what. I would not put Carpentry in the top 10 because, well, first of all, demographically, Carpentry is not in the top 10 globally, so that helps.
0: Okay, but neither is poker pro. but probably... Can that's... I say
1: sales? Because that's like the number one uh, job. Does that count? I guess, sure. So I'm going to go sales.
0: There's a few obvious ones. Sales, dentistry, psychologists. Uh, dentistry? What, uh, uh, what are the people who cut the moils? Moyles, yeah. yeah. You know what they are, Yeah, we have a a lot of Moyle fans. They're the ones who cut the foreskin. Yeah, yeah, and a bris. And a bris, yeah, which is, you know, circumcision, for those of you who don't know. You know, we have an international audience. A lot of Moyles. Not everyone knows. Shout out to all the Moyles. It's not that there's a lot of Moyles, but they make up a disproportionate, you know. So there's two Moyles. (laughs) And one of them listens. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty good. Uh, Yeah, Carpenter's got to be outside the top 20 of our listenership. That's all I'm saying.
1: Would you say sales is number one?
0: I mean, I wouldn't have thought about it, but sales number one i mean sales is so all encompassing probably it makes it easy to say that right um, i would think it it wouldn't shock me if there was if it was like a uh, some sort of uh i guess this is sales then but some sort of financial something or other like a real estate type stuff you know, they, those guys have got a little extra time on their hands. I get the sense they we maybe have, like, a disproportionate
1: amount of lawyer listeners, perhaps.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, test Testat, for example. Yeah. And, of course, poet
1: listeners. Lots of poets. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, it makes sense also. Like, again, they got a lot of free time lawyers, right? Oh, they, yeah. Lawyers are known for not working very much. No, they, like, they, they bill at an hour, and they do 20 minutes of work, and they yeah. got 40 minutes to kill and They Guess what they do? They listen to one of our shows. Of course they do. The, lawyers are not offended by that's that. What they love Kim, that. That's
1: what Kim's always doing in Better Call Saul. She's... When she's like putting her headphones and she's listening to the that's, breakdown, yeah, that's a piece of fiction though. Better call Saul.
0: Oh yeah, I'm so busy. I gotta generate work. <laughs> like, come on. Once you're a partner, you don't do shit. Everyone knows it. You make the, the associates. So do mostly it. we have partners listening. Yeah. Well, the associates definitely don't have time to listen, and neither do like the uh, all the financial guys who are running around like at Goldman Sachs or whatever. Mm. All the investment bankers, the younger ones, because th- they work those guys to the bone. But uh, all the people who made it, they they're not doing. Maybe anything. a
1: couple astronauts. We probably have like. Oh, six, yeah. to eight, six to eight astronauts. Yeah. Sally Ride. Sally
0: Ride is definitely a fan. I, I would believe it. John Glenn was a fan. Oh, yeah. Sad. Yeah. Really sad. Um, how about uh, Neil Armstrong? He's still alive. He, oh, well, it, I didn't know you knew the true, true, but <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. He's a big fan. Okay. Any, anyone else you want to say before we move on? No, I think no, we should probably move on. We really, really hit that one. Hey, the ground. Yeah. Discord is a place. There's a link to our Discord
1: server in the podcast description. That is where this hand was suggested by Better Up. That's a little play on Batter Up, I believe. I love it. It's uh, baseball and poker. Wow. Talk about Pete Rose, am I right? Anyway, Pete Rose for sure played poker poorly. I, I mean, he definitely played all gambling games yeah. of all sorts. And pro- probably very poorly, would be my yeah. guess. Yeah. Um, Maybe better up is better than Pete Rose at poker. I'm going to guess that better up probably is. Uh, anyway, mm. Discord is a great place to suggest hands if you want to do it. So use the link to go there. Of course, we also post these hands there, have discussions about them, have discussions about hands that you've played. If you want others, other fun stuff like movies, TV, sports, it's cool. See you there. Nicely said. Also, there, Danny Sprung, one of our solvers, will post his entire solver work on this hand in a thread dedicated to this hand. We are not going to see that work until we're done with this podcast, and we're going to come back, take a look at the solve works, see what I had to say. Mm. Sounds like a good plan.
0: I think it's a great plan. So uh, there's two guys left in this event, Kati. and they Kostisha. definitely they definitely made a deal. As I'm looking at the head, because of the way the payouts are, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, like there's a bigger gap between second and third than there was first and second. Okay, um, that said, I can pretty much guess what second place really was. So I don't know if they made a deal at this point or not. They probably have. Because they're kind of close
1: in chips, aren't they? They're mm, pretty close. Ghosticia has a so. Gatti has two point seven million. Gostishia has three point eight.
0: That's pretty close. It's um, yeah. I, I guess it's un, it's a little bit unclear. Anyway, so do you want to know what we think the payouts were, or what they actually ended up being? What's better? Let's go with what they actually ended up being. I would okay. guess they already made the deal. Usually, right when they they, they get heads up, yeah. and they usually make a deal pretty quickly yeah. when they're in this spot. So um, second place ends up getting five hundred and ninety nine thousand, basically six hundred k. Uh, first place ends up getting six hundred okay. and eighty nine thousand. Okay, I wonder if it was a deal where, like, one player had an opportunity
1: to win more money than the other, like they yeah. often make. Probably. Yeah,
0: that would make sense. Yeah, like they're almost never going to do it. You know, just first place, they just let's just chop it down, right? They're right. Gonna, like whoever's got more chips. So they're be playing for
1: more than ninety k, probably, because that's the difference, but probably not the actual difference in what they would receive. Right, that's yeah. right. So, um, you know, something like a six figure difference.
0: But they're also playing for you know who wins the. $50,000 Poker Go Tour Championship, which is being streamed on Poker Go and all that, which, you know, there's prestige. Yeah, they get to be on the breakdown. I, I mean, mean, they get to be on
1: the breakdown even if they lose, I guess.
0: Yeah, but if you lose, you're going to be made fun of. And If you win, no matter what you do, we are like, well, it's probably good. It's I mean. definitely good. He won the hand.
1: Right. Yeah, therefore, <laughs> he played it well. That's how we do it. Yeah. All right. So we're at 40k, 80k. As I mentioned, Gatti is the effective stack with 2.7 million. So the effective stack is uh, like 33 blinds, yep. 34 blinds. He's got jack six off, and he's going to open it from the small blind slash button to 200K. I guess he's just
0: opening everything. I guess so, man. I, or you could just fold this hand, probably. You could, but you, honestly, a jack, on, a jack on the button seems fine. It's fine. I it's mean, totally fine to, to open that. It's okay. You could, you, you could throw it away, but if you're throwing this way, you're throwing away a lot of crappy hands like this, which is, you know, not the end of the world. Yeah, I
1: mean, I think it's fine to open it. And yeah. It's fine. To, if you didn't want to, it's fine, too. Right. I agree. I agree. Gostisha with three point eight million in the big blind, so almost fifty bigs. Yeah. Has eight four of hearts. Yeah. He's gonna make the call. Yep. Not much to say there. Nope. Four hundred and eighty K in the pot. Sure. The flop is like semi cooler ish for heads up. Deuce of spades, five of diamonds, six of clubs. Yeah. So uh, Getty flops top pair with a reasonable kicker, and Gostisha has a double gutter. A three or a seven will mm. make a straight. Cool.
0: Also he's got the overcard of the eight, which would be good were you to hit it. Do you ever lead as Gostisha? In a scenario like this. Oh, that's interesting. When we're heads up. I think this is... If we're going to do it, this is the kind of board to do it on. Uh,
1: it's not really a range advantage board. I mean, he opened the button. Obviously, his range is wide, opening the button. It can include well, all of these hands. It's
0: that, it's that it's not a range disadvantage board. Though, yes, right? that's like, true. And, uh, and still, we probably have more baby cards than our opponent does. Now, if our opponent's really opening jack six, which you see is he's probably opening almost everything yeah. that would still connect here. I agree with you. But, you know, he doesn't have like the nine deuces of the world. Right? Probably. Course, but we only have nine deuce suited, so maybe it's it's probably similar. And do we really want to rep nine deuce? Is no, <laughs> we, we don't. You're right. Um, clearly, they can both have it, or especially Guy T can have any six here, right? Yeah. Since he has jack six. Uh, I think it's fine to lead here at least a little bit because we probably don't want to check 100%, and this is, we don't want to pick a board that has like an ace or a king on it, right. and he's the opener, Actually, and we just call. the more I think about it, the more I like leading here. Yeah. You know, we, we get to generate
1: fold equity for later streets, too, plus build a pot in case we get there with a pretty disguised double gutter.
0: Yep. And by the way, really, we'd assume an eight is good almost always. Yeah. Which is pretty great. Yeah. Um, so, I don't, I don't hate a lead at all. I think, you know, a check raise is fine also, and depending on the sizing, we can check call sometimes also. We're clearly never folding this hand at this point, right? Like, it's yeah. hard to imagine ever folding. In almost, yep. any, in almost any scenario. Kosija ends up checking. I think that's fine. Of course. I kind of like leading. I G- mean, if, if Getty is always going to see bet, then we could check raise. Yeah. And that could, that's fine, too.
1: Getty does see bet. He bets pretty big, actually. 320 into 480.
0: Pretty yeah. big
1: for uh, flop sizing.
0: Well, this is the kind of board that's going to get a lot of calls because our opponent's going to have a lot of over just over cards, mm-hmm. which he's probably going to call with. Like, if he's jack 10, he's not just going to fold for a, a, t- a small yeah. bet, right? So yeah. that makes some sense. I guess. Um, Ghostisha ends up calling, which I think I don't like.
1: I mean, we talked about taking an aggressive action by leading. I like once we get the C bet, like, oh, this is great. You know, he's going to have a lot of random error in his range, and we have eight high. Let's, let's raise.
0: Don't hate that at all. I, I prefer a raise, I think. The only reason I can come up with not to raise right here is because if we call the pot gets to be 1.1 million, and we can have a plan then based on effective stacks, to uh, check-raise turns, assuming assuming we get a bet on the turn. Yeah, we might. I
1: mean, if he has king-queen and then the turn is a nothing card, he's probably not going to bet again.
0: But then we can bluff the river and usually get it through. Yeah. Um, but but I think, like, looking at check... Because a check-raise on the turn, we can commit ourselves properly to the pot. Like, a check-raise right now, we might get blown off the hand. Not that I expect it to happen very often, but it could happen, right? Um, a check-raise on the turn, we're going to be able to commit ourselves in such a way, assuming he bets any kind of normal amount, where we'd be able to commit fully to the hand... And not, not have to think so hard about, like, not have to worry about, oh, God, what have I done, you know? Yeah. Which, like, if we make it a million right now and he shoves, or we make it, forget a million, we make it 800,000 and he shoves, I don't think we can call with 8-4. We can't. Probably not. It would seem pretty bad to call. Yeah. So that just is, like, a terrible waste of a premium draw with an overcard. So that, that's the only reason I can think, though. Not that that's going to happen very often. It's rarely going to happen. but I mean, if we make it a little bit more, if we make it 1.2 million, we can call. Um well, he starts the hand uh the effective stack is get t at two point seven He's put in five hundred and we if we make it would you say one point two yeah, so there'd be one point seven plus what's already in there, which is four eighty so it'd be like two point two million in there, and it would be one point five to call
1: or less one point two to call
0: if he shoved if he shoved right yeah. So I guess, I guess we can... Yeah, then we just can go with it. You're right. So we can... So there's two ways to go, I guess. But if we check raise, we should check raise big yeah. for, that, for that exact purpose, right? Yeah. Of like... Because we don't want to be like Phil Ivey that time against Doc Sands, right? Where right. We, where we check raise and then we get moved down and we're like, I have no idea what to I do. I put in the exact amount where it's on the border. Yeah. Right. You want to you put in... You want to check raise either small enough that it's always a fold or big enough that it's always a call, not... Right exactly in the middle where you yeah. can, unless you think you're a perfect reader of souls. Right. Then you can do then you can do that. But even Phil Ivy didn't know what to do. Right. I don't remember what Phil Ivy did. He called. Okay. He called and missed. Yeah. He had like five high and called yeah. <laughs> for his life in like a hundred K high roller. Yeah. But you know, it wasn't it wasn't bad necessarily. It just wasn't good either. Right. It's neither. I think
1: I, I overall I just prefer a check race here.
0: Yeah. I think that's fine. Elite So yeah, taking aggressive action mostly makes sense. Again, if, if the plan is to take a lot of aggressive actions on the turn, we'd have to believe that Gatti is continuing on the turn a lot. Like, if he's got a lot of turn continues just in general, that might lead us to be like, oh, I'll wait till the turn and make even more money. Get there sometimes, by the way, but also just make more money um, more of the yeah. time because he's going to continue on the turn. But if he's not continuing on the turn that often, then I agree with you especially.
1: Spoiler alert, we're not going to get that data point because it's not going to be a spot where it's like, oh, he continues on the turn a lot. Right. It's going to be a very obvious spot yes. once we get to the turn. Correct. So Kostia calls before we get to the turn though. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Nitrogen Sports Poker where your dreams can fly. Where your dreams go to die. Sure. But they went there. And yeah. that's the important part. And if you want to kill your dreams, use the link in the description when you sign up for Nitrogen Sports Poker. Because we have a the tournament <laughs> known as the Dream Killer. <laughs> nice. It's like it's like if you started the tournament at the beginning of the tournament, you're like, I hope that someday I can get my CPA. By the end of the tournament, you're like, I'm not good enough to get There's a CPA. There's no way I'm getting a I CPA. Can't.
0: <laughs> 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 I can't do that.
1: <laughs> it's a lot of work. <laughs> it's too much studying. Yeah. I'm not interested in that anymore. I, I did the Dream Killer tournament.
0: Yeah. It's
1: also known as the Automatic Overlay tournament because of, you know, the automatic overlay.
0: Yeah, it is an automatic overlay. They put in minimum 40% of the prize pool every single time, often way more than that. Which
1: seems kind of important to me and, and like, good. And we, that's what we've been bringing up a lot. Mm. But Nitrogen was pressing us. They're like, can you... Can you kind of talk more about the dream killing aspect <laughs> of this tournament? You're always talking about the yeah. overlay, which seems like great value for the player is great. Can we talk about how we actually created a dream killing tournament? I mean,
0: it's kind of amazing the yeah. technology,
1: right? If you're if you're like a, you know you shouldn't be playing if you're a 17 year old kid, but let's assume you're illegally played. You shouldn't have done that. Bad job. That's on you
0: though, right? For that's on break of the law.
1: That's on you. And and you're a really good uh, football player in in high school, and you're mm. like I I think I got I got the chops. I'm going to be an NFL wide receiver one day, you know. And then you take that beat in level seven. You are like, I mean, can I even
0: get to division two? <laughs>
1: like, am I am I good?
0: The, the thing is, and this is interesting to me is like a lot of people would assume that the dream killer tournament would be that'd be like a negative thing about yeah. it. But
1: for a lot of people, I think it's really worked out well.
0: Yeah, you some know? people
1: have bad dreams.
0: Yeah, And nightmares, if you will.
1: Yeah, if you if you are one of the Nightmare on Elm Street kids, this I mean, is what a, a deal. Really good tournament for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you should get in this thing. It's pretty important, actually. Yeah. Nitrogen Sports have no ambition yeah, anymore. Kill your dreams.
1: Um, so if you use the link, you do get access to this tournament. There is an automatic overlay. There's also sports betting casino games. If you want your Bitcoin out, you get it fast, 90 minutes or less. Yeah. We'll see you there.
0: I will say one more thing quickly. It's been like five and a half years they've been uh, sponsoring this podcast now. And they basically, the entire five and a half years, let us do anything we want for these ads. Yeah. The ads have always been ridiculous like this. Yeah. And uh they just they're like cool with it, you know? And that says something about who they are and, and how they how they occur in the world. <laughs> <laughs> what a strange thing to say. Thank you. <laughs> how they occur in the world. <laughs> that
1: feels like like a lawyer trying to avoid saying <laughs> a certain phrase or something would end
0: up saying something like that. Yeah, it's uh I I always surprise myself. That's what I'm going to say like these, while I'm on the show with you. I, don't I know didn't what, inhale. I don't know what's coming. Yeah. All right.
1: So here we are. Costisha okay. is check called with the double gutter. Yeah. Gatti is top pair. Pots 1.12 million. The turn is the jack of hearts. Wait. Gatti had top pair,
0: but he's jack six, right?
1: Yeah. So now he's top two.
0: Whoa. they bully! That's a pretty good hand, bro.
1: That's why I was saying yeah. uh, before that we wouldn't really find out if he's going to continue on a lot of turns because... It makes sense for him to continue on this turn. Of course, it spoiler does. alert: he does. Yeah. Should Ghostisha consider leading though before I, that happens? I don't
0: think so. I don't like that. Yeah. I, I'd re- much rather check raise if we're gonna be aggressive now. Yeah. Right. Like, what what story are we telling? I guess we're saying we had Jack Ten, and we hit the Jack, and now we lead. I guess. I mean, it's weird. Yeah. I don't like it. Or we flop two pair or a straight, and we decide to
1: instead of check raising, right? Check call and then lead.
0: But again, why would we do that instead of check raise on the turn? I mean, I guess sometimes you could you could argue check raise is almost too strong. Yeah. Um, in this case, we wouldn't we wouldn't mind it being too strong since we have eight high. Yep. So so be it. Anyway, should does check. Yeah. As Gatti, Gatti, do you ever check? I can't think of a reason to check here. Uh, the board is got a lot of straight draws, right? Yeah. Six, six five deuce. Now the jack. We rate to almost always... It's hard to imagine not having the best hand. Yes. Like, how do we not have the best hand? I guess he could have three, four of slow playing. Yeah. So be it. You know, the tournament's going to be over then. Like, right. what are you going to do? You um, got four outs. If he somehow, yeah, if he somehow has a set, which is, feels almost impossible, but I guess... Based on pre-flop, it's very unlikely. He could have deuces, I guess. You know, I guess. I guess he could have fives. But I think most players are getting in 30-ish effective blinds I think, with all pocket pairs. I think you're right. But even if he is, it doesn't matter, is my point. Like, so what? We're just never folding this hand right now, right? Yeah. So I think we want to bet on the... on So that way, if our opponent has a straight draw, like he does, and he wants to get it in, we get to get it in with a huge equity advantage. Um, if he's got anything else he's going to be sticky with, great. you know. Yeah, if he's got a six or a five. It doesn't make any sense to me at all to check here. Also, there are potentially bad cards that can come on the river that will kill action. Deuces, fives, threes, fours, sixes. I mean... Then, those all could kill action. That's more than killing action. Those are
1: scary cards for us, except for the six. Yeah, that's right. We don't like those cards. Right.
0: but But even if they're... Even if we still stay ahead, our opponent, you know, may not put yeah. any more money in when you know when we can get value right now. It seems crazy not to bet. We have to bet. You yep. agree with that, surely? Yeah, I think so. How much do you want to bet? Well, there's one point one two million in the pot. Uh, the effective stacks at this point are uh, let's see, it's like two point one two point four million. Um, I think I want to bet about like. Fifty to fifty-five percent of the pot, something like that. So no, that would be like charge,
1: charge all the straight draws the maximum. Like they're yeah, like six hundred
0: thousand. Yeah,
1: I like I like that to kind of force the straight draws to basically shove or fold.
0: Yeah, exactly right. Like um, it's r- like with the hand exactly that uh, Gostija has. He can't really call, no. but it seems absurd to fold. Right. This right. now maybe he will find a fold, but like he's like I would shove for yeah. sure with this hand. And, and any any
1: singular three or four, we want to put that in a spot where, like, maybe they want to make a move, and that would be great. Yeah. Or they can just fold, and that's fine, too.
0: Right. And, you know, and if he's got a pair, he may hold on anyway, a big overcard came, and now we bet again. We could yeah. just be repping it. Yeah,
1: I like that. I like 600 k or more, maybe 700.
0: Yeah, that's fine, too.
1: Gatti goes with 300, which
0: I don't understand. It's tough to wrap my mind around. I don't like it at all. Neither do I. Like, look at the weird spot he's putting uh, Gestija in. Like, now Castillo has to size it. If he's going to raise with this hand, he's got to do a weird sizing. Like, to shove now, it's like such a big overshove. Yeah. It looks bluffy. Right. Which you don't want it to look, you know. You want it, like, if he bets 600K, it feels like a very natural shove. Right. right. Um, it's 2.4. It's a 4X shove. It's totally clean. Now it's 2.4 over 300K. You can do it. People do it. You'll win a fair amount of the time. But if he's got any kind of actual value that he's betting here... Like, he's definitely calling, right? Like, like, what are we supposed to have? So I, I really don't like this bet. And, and it also, as we're saying, gives the straight draws a chance to realize their equity relatively cheaply. Yeah, they don't, have, we do they don't have
1: to put their tournament or put your tournament in and give you a chance to double up right now with right. great equity. They don't have to do it now. Right. Which is
0: not great. I don't love that. I'm really surprised he bets 300K. The only thing I can think is maybe he's seeing um attack these smaller bets on the turn or attack really small bets where it looks like you're almost blocking and then if you see that and you feel like this is just a great inducing spot now and he's going to lose his mind, um, that's, that, that'd be the only reason to do it. That's not good enough. I mean, we're,
1: we're at these levels. Gostigia is going to have some check raises with straight draws, yeah. but a lot more of the time if we bet an amount that you can't call with a straight draw, right? So mm-hmm. I don't see why we wouldn't
0: try to make that happen. I agree. I mean, I mean, let's look at it from Gostija's point of view. It's 300K. There's 1.42 million in there. We don't have to raise. Yeah.
1: We can preserve all of these chips just in case.
0: Yeah, and we can hit... I think we're, you know, calling on... Obviously, if we make the straight, we're loving life. If we hit an eight, that's often good. Yeah. And we can check call, Mm -hmm. um, give him a chance to bluff at it. Like, we've got reasonable equity. We're getting a great price. We can raise, but we really don't have to.
1: So maybe Gatti was not thinking enough about the straight draws when he made this play. Yeah. He was thinking, I block jacks, I block sixes. Jacks are less likely anyway because of the check call and the flop. So what is the amount that
0: he will call with a five or a deuce? Yeah, I think that, you're like right. Like, that's that's what he was thinking. He's targeting a deuce, basically. Yeah. And that's fine. Maybe he's also assuming, like, a lot of the straight draws are going to check-raise the flop, which they are. Yeah. Like, so he's eliminating a bunch of those. Yeah. And he's like, maybe even thinks a six is going to check-raise the flop a fair amount when they're head's up. It's not crazy by yeah. any means. Plus he blocks it. Yep. So he's like, fives and deuces is most of it. Uh and maybe he's like and sometimes up against like a lone four or a lone three, and that's it. Like, but, you know, king three.
1: But going back to the previous discussion, I'd rather bet bigger against those hands. I'm fine if they fold. I'm also fine if they are like, oh, well, I, I can shove now and rep yeah. and rep
0: the straight. I mean, if it king three, Stevie Chidwick is is check raising all in on the turn if we put any kind yeah. of real money in there, right? Like a lot of the time. Sure. Yeah. He's like, I blocked the nuts, let's go. Yeah. Well, you can't call. Except he'd say it in his accent.
1: No, that's that was actually a good
0: Chidwick compression. Yeah, no, I know. You can't call. (laughs) I'm Steve Chidwick. I would have a a hat and a mustache. You would be like, that is Steve Chidwick. A hat hat and a mustache? Yeah, that's my private eye. I've never
1: seen him wear a hat.
0: Right, but you'd be like, oh, Stevie Chidwick's wearing a hat and he's he's grown out a mustache. This is crazy. And listen to him. He sounds, he's perfect. Hey, I'm Steve Chidwick. I love to go to the deli and order all the meats at the same time on the sandwich. I mean, I wouldn't say exactly that. I'd say most of the meats at the same time on a sandwich. No roast beef. Exactly. (laughs) I, I ate the roast beef. Um, that's basically what he sounds like yeah. these days. Yeah. And, you know, anyone who's listening to this who um, is in Stephen Chidwick's orbit, feel free to send this to him and uh, yeah. I'm sure he'll confirm that. He'll be like, Did I, was I on that podcast? Yeah. <laughs> or, sorry, he'd be like, Was I on that damn thing? Was I ah, on that? Ah! ah <laughs> give me a cigarette. <laughs> I'm Stephen Chidwick. Shut up. You know who I am? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're really good at Stephen Chidwick Impressions. Mm-hmm. The other thing I love about Stephen Chidwick is when he's, uh, when he's on the the big ship and he goes, "Look at me, oh, look yeah. at me! <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, I'm the captain now." Yeah, that's Stephen Jinwick yeah. in that movie. Yeah. Anyway, you know Stephen Jinnick, if he hears this, he'd be like. I can't tell if they're just having fun or if they're actually attacking me. It's unclear to me, right? It's, not, creating, it's not totally clear. Are we creating the next Berkey? Is I all feel where... like we shouldn't be... This one's clearly all in good fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Berkey thing, I get a little more why he might be upset. There'd be no real reason for Chimuk. Chimuk should love this. <laughs> Chimuk <laughs> should be on board with this. Anyway. He should change his voice to sound like that. That's what he should do.
1: Yeah. Maybe
0: maybe he it's will. A huge
1: mistake if he doesn't. Yeah. Anyway, what do you want to do as Ghostisha in response to this small bet? <laughs> 300k into 1.12. We still have a double gutter. Obviously... Less equity than we had on the flop because there's only one card to come.
0: I mean, I still want to raise. I mean, we have eight high. We don't get there that often, right? Do we think Gosticia is is more value heavy when he gives us such a good price, though? Do you mean uh, Getty? Getty, Uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, He probably has something. I mean, it looks like he's got like a a five or a six. You're generally a six when he bets 300K, right? Looks like a six. I guess. I mean, like you have to give these guys a little bit more.
1: Balance because they're high rollers. They, of course. Yeah, he's going to have some stronger hands, too.
0: Of course he's going to have some, but still, like, overall, he's probably more weighted towards the six yes. than anything else, right? It's reasonable Or to maybe continue. a pair between the six and the jack. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. But it's reasonable that he's going to continue with the six. Mm. Like, he, that jack shouldn't scare him too much. Betting small is kind of cool to do with the six also, because you can check back the river if you don't improve, right? But you get to still charge the fives and the deuces and stuff like that, in theory. Yeah. And the gut shots and whatever. Um, I just want to raise anyway... But I would not, when he bets so little, I would at least consider calling. If I was in position, I think I'd be okay with calling a lot more. Yeah. Being out of position, I just want to raise. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, how am I supposed to get value if I get there anyway? A seven, we can get value on. Probably. Yes, a seven for sure we can get value on. But a three? Yeah, three's a little tougher. Three's really hard to get value on. And so, like, I don't know. And an eight, we may not get great value on an eight. There may be go check, check, or we bet and he folds even. I mean, right? we're not really trying to get value on an eight that much. That's just part of our equity. If we were in position and he checks the river on an eight, we can value bet the That's eight. That's true. That's what I'm saying. Like being in position is way better. Well, it always is, right? Well, I'm, this is why though. Like we're we're yeah. illuminating. I did some investigating on this, bro. Oh yeah, did you pi this? I pi the hell out of this, bro. You think that was Gatti? That wasn't Gatti. That was me. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so I, I, would, I still want to just raise and be like, eh, it's heads up. How bad can it be just to put in a committing raise here? So we don't have to shove because shoving feels awkward, but we can effectively shove. Yeah. Which is really the same as shoving. I'm actually
1: fine out. with calling, but I think, I think I like that plan, too. Both plans are fine. I mean, the price right. is good I enough agree. that
0: it's fine. I agree. It can't be that bad to call because we've been given such a crazy good price. If Getty even makes it like 450 calling gets questionable at yeah. best, right? Because we're not really getting the right odds. To call,
1: we probably are getting just barely the right odds at four fifty.
0: I mean, assuming all our all, our eights are good, yeah. You know, without the eights, and then you know, implied odds are questionable at yeah. best, right? Um. So yeah, so I just want to, I just want to raise and be like, yeah, fuck it, like it's fine. Let's like really chop him down right now, and we'll go see what calls. Okay, it's fine, which is totally fine. I can't kill the guy for that. I'm not gonna. I'm not yeah. gonna do it. I don't kill people. As Only their dreams. As the judge in sentencing, maybe you would kill them, though. Well, except the jury does the sentencing. Have you ever been to a civil trial? You have not. Have I have you? not attended a trial, though. No. Okay. Have you
1: ever been selected for jury duty?
0: I have not. I have been, you know, almost a few yeah. times, but I've never actually... I've been
1: called in for the big, like, interview thing yeah. where they interview, like,
0: 60 people. dear? Yeah, yeah, me yeah, too. Me but too. I've never
1: been selected.
0: Yep. I got. I got... I got knocked out pretty quickly. <laughs> I wasn't even trying to get knocked out, actually. They asked a the question. I answered. I was, yeah, no, 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 answered I was like, oh, no, I feel this way. And they, I was the only one in the room who felt that way, which was very surprising to me. It was a pretty straightforward topic. I won't get into it. Um, and uh, and I was you know, released not long after, basically. Mm-hmm. But... I was glad to be released, though. Yeah, I was happy to not
1: have to do it, but I, w- I was also not trying to get out of it. Yeah.
0: I mean, if it looked like I was down, if they were down to like 15, 16 people, I would have been like, all right, now I got to look like I'm a perv. What do I have to do? <laughs> <laughs> it's not too hard for you. Yeah. We're like, nice legs, lawyer man. I like how you just glossed it. over what I said, which is... Not too hard for me to look like a perv. Yeah. No, I heard it. <laughs> I just didn't want anyone else to notice it. Yeah. Well, now they do. It's mean. And you're mean. You're a mean guy. And everyone knows it. And you do it publicly. That's the thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get me <laughs> <laughs> for embarrassing me. Okay, I'm sorry
1: for doing so embarrassing okay. me. Okay. All right, so the pot is 1.72 million. Okay. Gatti has Jack six on the Deuce of Spades, Six of Clubs, Five of Diamonds, Jack of Hearts board. Ghosticia has eight four for the double gutter. Yeah. Rivers the four of Diamonds. Yeah. A little tricky one for Ghosticia. He does make a, a pair that could be good. Eight high was almost never good. A yeah. four is good a decent amount of time.
0: Four is good sometimes. Mm. All right. How do you approach this from Gostisha's perspective? I mean, it feels like a pretty natural check. If it goes check check, we win a fair amount of the time.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, if got, if Getty was thin, valuing a five on the turn, which yeah. you could be with that sizing,
0: he might check back it's, now. Yeah. It's not impossible that we lose to a five. Yeah, um, it's not impossible to lose to a bad six. Yeah, uh, but sometimes he just gives up, and he was bluffing, and he bluffed the jack. You know, after c betting the flop, and we just win. Hmm. Feels like a check. We made we made a hand. Yeah, although
1: up. Although he bets so small on the turn, I know.
0: So that's the one thing we probably the, don't win that often. We probably don't win a huge amount, and, and because he bets so small on the turn, we probably expect he has a lot of checkbacks, right?
1: And it's, there's a four straight on the board, and guess what? We yeah. can rep a three now because he bets so small on the turn.
0: Yeah, we absolutely can. We can have five three. We can example. have king
1: three. I mean, we can, we can have, have
0: king three and five three. Yeah. yeah, not much else. Not too many other threes we can have. Reason I guess we can have six three. Yeah. Deuce three. Why not deuce three? Uh, We call the raise. Pre? Deuce three suited. Yeah. But, okay, there's three combos. There's a a reasonable amount of threes that we can have. There's some threes we can have, for sure. Seven three. Seven three. Yeah, for 300K? I don't know. I don't know if we have seven three or not. We just call with the gutter out of position, a seven high? I don't know. We get get to make
1: the bigger straight in the case that Gatti has the other three. If we have
0: 7.3. Oh, that is true. That is true. Still, I don't know. Like, 300K is still a, a chunk of our, the stack at this point, too.
1: I think it's more of a question of... Like, I think we're losing a lot of the time, as goes yeah, to show. I think I it's agree. more of a question of,
0: of if it's worth trying to win. Okay. And, like, is it a good idea to try to win? I would assume we are going to win a fair amount of the time if we were to try and bluff here, right? And how would we go about bluffing? Well, there's 1.72 million in the pot. If we're trying to get him to fold, let's figure out what we're targeting here. We're targeting like sixes and, and sometimes like a five. a five that went forward a little bit, and right? sometimes
1: a pocket pair between the six and the jack. Okay,
0: um, well, yeah, like a jack, we just assume we're never going to get to fold. I think we shouldn't try and get. We shouldn't be trying to fold out a jack. We,
1: we shouldn't. We shouldn't endeavor to that, but we can hope that it can happen.
0: Oh sure, I think a bet with one point seven two million in there. I think a one point one million chip bet is very strong. We absolutely can have the straight. If he calls, we still have you know we yep. we still have him what a million back. Um,
1: and you think we have to lead because he's going to have a lot of checkbacks with one yes. pair of hands
0: because he hit bet three hundred on the turn and there's four straight now and it, yeah and there's this is again why I mostly like the uh, the check race on the turn because it's going to go check check a lot on yep. the river anyway. Um, even mm-hmm. if we get there, like it'd be awkward. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't get there this time. That's it. We don't. I I don't even know if we should be bluffing this. Maybe we should just be checking. But if we're going to check, I like about $1.1 million, So that's like two-thirds of the pot or so. Yeah. What, what do you think? I agree with that. That's not what happens.
1: No, Gustisha does go for it, but he just goes all in, which is $2.1 million effective. I kind of hate it. You think it's just representing too much strength, like saying, like, I have at least seven-three instead of just a three?
0: I mean, no, he could probably just have a three. He could, yeah. But still... I don't know. Like, I don't know if I really buy that he'd move in. There's some people who would. Michael Adamo does this for sure. Most players don't move in out of nowhere for more than the pot in these spots when they have it, most players. And, like, they, they want to get called. Yeah. And, like, doing this doesn't get you called that often. So I just feel like it's not a great story. And even though I'm saying it's not a great story, so then in theory you do get called more often. I think overall, like, the size just scares, scares out all these, like, Medium hands, which is what Gatti is repping. Like a six can't call two point one million, which is why he does this. Yeah. But I don't think a six
1: can easily call one point one million either. Well, that would be my next question: Is do you think that you're getting a similar level of fold equity with one point one million?
0: I'm sure you're getting a little bit less, but I don't think it's significantly less. That's my that's my initial hit, and I think it's a better story, which brings us which gets it closer again to a, a similar level of fold equity. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's probably right. And then you know we get to have more chips. Honestly, 700K might do the trick against a six also. Like, it looks very strong to bet 700K. To lead out of nowhere is strong. And then to lead an amount that looks like you can call this, right?
1: And the story makes sense. Like, if you had a straight, you would really be concerned that a lot of hands are going to check back on this board. Right. And
0: how do I get... Like, if he has a jack, how do I get called here? I just lead 700K, and now sometimes he's going to call me. Yeah. Right? And maybe I get lucky he's got a better hand. Like he does. Right. And he's going to have to call. Um, Instead of giving him a chance to check back. Like, if... Uh, Gosia checks here. Is Gatti betting? Probably, probably. I agree, but not not a whole, not a huge amount. Yeah, he might bet 400k, right? Yeah, he's going to bet pretty small. I guess I guess is just trying
1: to give himself the best chance to fold out the one pair hands. Right. He's thinking that those are the hands that are going to check back anyway. So mm-hmm. I'm targeting those hands. Right. Um, if get if I'm like it would almost be lucky for, for Gosticia to check and have Gatti bet five hundred K then Ghostisha could check raise. And maybe you could actually fold out a hand like Jack Six. You have a with shot that at line. You'd you know? have a shot. But when you
0: shove, like Gatti can't fold, right? With Jack Six at this I point. I can't imagine folding this hand. He does take spot. some time, but he does ultimately call. I feel like he takes some time just because he feels like he's supposed to take some time. Yeah. You know, much like when uh, uh Tony Miles against uh oh, Johnson. Thank you, Johnson. where Johnson flop, had King Jack and Flop Trip Jacks and Tony Miles, like, check raises all in on the turn and their heads up for the World Series of Poker. And, and Sin takes a solid, like, four or five minutes to call. Um, but, like, is always calling a million, yeah. a million percent of the time, is always calling there, right? Yeah. And just, he's just like really making sure he's not missing anything because he has time and why not, right? It's the biggest spot of his life, right? So, like, why not go over it like five or six times because you can. Yeah. Like, there's no reason to rush it, right? Um, and no one remembers that except someone like me and probably Tony Miles, right? right. Tony Miles, bitterly, me, just as more as a cure. I think it's
1: worth it's worth taking some time. It's like yeah. it's like when you're sending in like a, a form for your college application or something. You know, read over that thing a couple times, make sure it's all right.
0: I mean, that said, I mean, he probably could have done a minute of taking time, yeah. but who cares? It's fine. I remember at the time I was like, "Why is it? What is going on? This is weird." But anyway, um, so so I would think that's what's going on with Gatti here too. He's like, "Okay, well." This is like for like the championship. It isn't really, but effectively he's out if he calls and yeah. he's wrong. He's like, I'm almost certainly calling, but I might as well really think it through because there is a four card straight. Would he really ever do this? And he like thinks back to all the hands he's played against him, thinks back to the dynamic, thinks back goes over the action of the hand one more time, thinks if there's any tells, you know, just whatever. Take a little time. Yeah. But I don't see how you could ever fold. No, it's too good of a hand in this situation. And this is a weaker play than like you said, the check raise, or I think even the the seven hundred K better, the one point one million bet. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, sometimes they'll have it, but I just don't think has so be it has that it. much. Yeah. It's like, it's a fine way to go out. Yeah. It's a fine death, you know? I love a good death. I mean, I think there's something to that. Like, a fine death in poker, it's like, it doesn't matter in in, this, in reality, but like, as a narrative that you tell yourself, like, it's nice to have a fine death.
1: No, I, I actually do agree with that. And I, I often, like, in poker terms that I actually care about, you know, where, where it's not just like a $100 local thing. Of course. If it's a World Series tournament or something. And I get a spot where it's like, this could be the last hand of the term, but I know exactly how I'm going to play this hand, and I feel very good about how I'm going to yeah. play it. That, that feels a lot better than like, I don't know if I should have done that. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's, it's great to be like, oh, yeah, well, obviously I'm, I bust there. Yeah. Like, so what are you going to do? Like, the first time I busted the main event back in 2006 it was day two. And uh, I had Ace Queen with the Ace of Clubs, and I opened, got called by the big blind. And the flop was Queen, I think it was Queen 6-3 all clubs. I continued. The guy check raised all in, and I like thought about it for like a little bit because I was you know pretty new at poker yep. at that point instead of insta calling, um, but I, I felt like a minute thinking about it and called, and uh, and that bothered me still for a while because I just didn't know if I'm supposed to call there or not mm-hmm. at that point. I remember talking to all my pro poker friends and they were like, "Of course that's a call. That's always a call. Like there's no way you're not calling top top with the nut flush draw there. My like, yeah. God," and uh, and I actually feel like going through that experience helped me realize like, oh yeah, like you can have a good death. Like mm-hmm. that is that's that's a perfectly good way to lose, and there's just no avoiding that. Like, of course, you're never folding.
1: It still hurts at the main event. Oh, it hurt for months. The last time I played the main event was 2019, and I busted kings against aces on the flop against the most aggressive player I have like, yeah. ever seen with 50 blinds effective, which you know you have
0: to go with it. It of was like a jack
1: deuce four flop, Easy, easily, yeah. yeah, nothing to think about. And, but
0: you know, it still hurt. Did you flat? Which one of you flatted pre? I did. Yeah, you're like trying to give him all the room in the world to be crazy, yeah. That's good. Like, I hope you don't have Jack-Jack. Yeah. And then, oh, you have ace Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to happen. You turn it over, and I was like, God, really? Yeah. Like, you really act, you, that, this guy? (laughs)
1: Like, (laughs) why? Why this time? Anyway, Gatsy ends up losing the tournament
0: anyway. Gostisha wins the thing. Yep. Gostisha wins. He wins the almost 700,000. Gatsy wins effectively 600,000. And, you know, good for both of them. What a wonderful, wonderful day they must have had. Indeed, what a happy time. And let's see if the solver
1: thinks it's a happy time. Yeah, let's find out. I don't know if the solver has uh, accounted for how European these guys are, but hopefully <laughs> hopefully it has. I, I, think, I think Danny is skilled enough with the solver that he can make it go for European people.
0: There is not a European button, but you can, I think, region lock the players right. into, like... And basically, effectively put with them in with Europe. how
1: European these guys are, which is pretty. I mean, the guy's name is Gatti. Gatti, yeah, like that's pretty European. They're not Fabian Quas with the scarves, you know. They're not that <laughs> European. <laughs> no right? one is that European. It's, it's not, not fair. like Fabian Quas and Olashemi drinking tiny espressos with <laughs> the tiny cups. That's the most European thing in poker. But um, but this is pretty close. Yeah. But nonetheless, we we did the solving as best we could via Danny Sprung. Let's see what Danny came up with. Okay, back to the flop. Uh, Gatti sized it small. Likes the sizing with this exact hand, the solver does. Mm -hmm. Uh, It already wants to get aggressive with Ghostish's hand. Wants to check raise 72% of the time. No showdown value, lots of equity. I get it.
0: I mean, it makes a lot of sense, right?
1: Yeah. On the turn, this is where we thought Gatti's sizing was a little bit, maybe too exploitative, and the solver agreed. Mm -hmm. Uh, It doesn't like the small sizing. It's weird. It wants to go bigger. Yeah.
0: So natural to go bigger.
1: It certainly is, especially improving in such a way. And it always check raises the turn with Gostishu's hand. We were more on board with the call. We were like, "Well, I guess you know you can. It's cheap. cheap. It's cheap. I get it." But the solver doesn't like having no showdown value. I suppose.
0: I was like, "Fuck that! Let's get some folds, baby." Well, when
1: it's doing the Europeans, it doesn't like it doesn't mind having no showdown value as an American because it knows Americans are hardy and they can handle that.
0: But to be clear, so so far the solver wants Gostishu to check raise the flop most of the time and check raise the turn all of the time. Yeah, literally. 100% 100% of the time on the a,
1: turn. A double gutter is a pretty cool hand to check raise in general just because of how hidden sometimes you can be with your straight if you get there.
0: That is true. Also, just this board is, you know, plays pretty well for Ghosticia's range, right? Yep. I mean, so it makes sense.
1: It all makes sense. All right. So the solver never gets to the river like this based on Ghosticia always check raising the turn. Yeah. So Danny had to make some assumptions about a um, Danny assumes Pio never bets Ghostisha's hand, but we can't know. Because it never gets here like this, and right. he assumes that uh, because it always almost plays in flow, the solver. Yeah.
0: yeah, so he felt like he was saying, yeah, it's it's less than one percent and possibly zero percent of the time is he leading here. Um, obvious so Ghostisha, every decision he made is like anti-solver. Yeah, basically, interestingly enough, um, we didn't love this either, right? right? We didn't. Kathy, uh,
1: unsurprisingly, is supposed to call, of and course. he's actually supposed to call all the way down to any six.
0: Yeah, I mean, it feels like. You know, sometimes you're beat, but, like, mostly you win. Yep. Pretty uh, good deal.
1: As a little bonus, Danny decided to do a thought experiment uh, to okay. see see what would happen if the river was checked by Ghostisha and what happens when, when Gati bets. Um, yeah. If Gati bet 30% of the pot, uh, it would never fold, A4, and it would raise 80% of the time.
0: I mean, that is pretty interesting, yeah. right? It's like, okay, you want to play? <laughs> i can play play, let's play a game (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) and if Gatti were to find a big jam the 2.1 million jam uh eight four of hearts is a call even 17 percent of the time which is you know kind of a lot for that hand
0: well the jam is so polarizing on that board yeah you know and so you can understand where one pair and also you do block four three i guess which is the straight yeah a little bit so get it at least a little bit
1: Especially considering the high roller nature of these guys, it's interesting. I think Ghostisha played this hand the least the way the solver wanted to of anybody that I can remember since we've been I doing th- the solver
0: work. I agree. I mean, it's pretty shocking. It it's is. It's pretty ho- shocking. He's like, yeah, he's the anti-solver. He's out there with his sign being anti-solver.
1: And uh, guess what? He lost a massive pot, so maybe the solver's <laughs> on to something.
0: Indeed